This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. For long years, Donald Trump disgraced America, laughing with mass-murdering dictators, Vladimir Putin's puppet. You know, the people of Crimea, from what I've heard, would rather be with Russia than where they were. The world laughed at us. You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart. No more. The people of this nation have spoken. At this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed. Today, America once again leads the free world, a respected leader, steady, determined, who knows America is great because America is good. We stand with Israel today, tomorrow, as we always have. Under President Biden, our friends are stronger, our enemies weaker. This is not about party or politics. It's about the security of the United States of America. A strong economy at home, a respected America abroad. President Joe Biden, an American president. reading the book on uh, Rollo Tomasi's book, The Rational Male. And um, and then, so what I'll be doing is I'll just sort of go through and, and read some of what he's written, and then we'll have a discussion. Um, so I've combined two groups. I've got the dating and relationship meetups that I just started and um, took over for one group in New York. And then I um, created another one here for Los Angeles. And then I'm also part of the nonpartisan red pill men's group. And that's a group where we discuss um, dating, sexuality, women, relationships, and politics without all the right wing crap. So, um, and then, and so we meet, let me put this in, we meet every month. So welcome to the nonpartisan red pill men's group. Um, we meet every month. And you can register for that meeting just like you did here. And that's, that's at tinyurl.com slash redpillmen. So I mean, I see your point. I just don't agree with it. I mean, and I think it goes both ways that, you know, what you just described, men can be like that too. But, um, and, and maybe it just is about, you know, healing. I mean, both the men and women. It's like there was a time when I would put up with, you know, um, being, you know, dominated and didn't like it and, but didn't know how to get out of it. And, but then once I did just some work within and now it's just like, it's a, it's a no brainer. It's like, no, I, you know, need equality in every way. And if not, I'm just not interested. And maybe that's kind of the vibe I put out there which is why I never get dates. I don't know, but it's. Maybe it's actually, you end up not interested because equality is boring. 
I don't think so. I mean, the opposite is so frustrating. I mean, I came from a family where, you know, just, you know, my mom was, um, you know, emotionally abusive to my dad. And then like with my sisters, it's like, then my oldest sister, she's kind of abusive to her husband, but then my other sister, not abusive, but just, you know, it's just not equal, I should say. And then my other sister, it's the other way around. Then it's like her husband is, you know, yes, dear, no, dear, whatever you say, dear. And she just doesn't have a voice. Just like my brother-in-law, my other sister, you know, he doesn't have a voice. And it's like, no, I, I want a voice and I want an equal voice, not just a, you know, a 49% voice or a 25% voice. It, it has to be 50. So yeah, well, everybody wants a voice. I think it's sometimes part of what's going on here is a, um, yeah, sure, everybody wants to be treated fairly and equally. Now, we have to say that men have always complained about the fact that women like jerks and have gone off with the bad boy. And um, actually, the guy treats them horribly. But the fact that he treats them horribly actually communicates that he's high value because he doesn't need her. So that, that's sort of the, the conflict. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That. You know, when we talk about financial into the household, contributing financially to the household, when we talk about paying for dates, when we talk about, um, you know, man making less than you, being in a relationship with a man who earns less than you or has less than you, then the equality equation sort of, is not emphasized. That part of equality is not emphasized. Whereas to me as a man, if I want an equal relationship, that is what I'm going to emphasize in that relationship. And of course, I'm going to treat people fairly. That's my personality. Um, you know, and there's a lot of abuse out there and you have to go to therapy and deal with it. And I've had to deal with it. Yeah, I still have to deal with it. Um, but ultimately, um, if we want equality, you know, it's not just um, I want to be treated equal. It's I want to be treated equal too. you know, we both want to be treated equally, not just um, a, a one-sided thing, because sometimes we might think that, oh, it's women who've been oppressed and men are the oppressors, which is really a negative view of, of men. But, you know, and so it's only women that need to rise up to equality. They don't have to treat men equally as equals and they often don't um, sometimes we're inferior sometimes we're superior all depends on what they want from us but um but that so so um yeah so that i i think um everybody wants to be treated fairly and treated right um until well but sometimes they don't sometimes they want something a little different um and Sometimes the people who are too nice, right? People yeah. who are too nice. Sometimes people don't like that either. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, right. I agree. So being too nice all the time does not work for men. But there are dominant women out there. I mean, um, and yes, traditionally men were dominant, but even then there were exceptions. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's hard. Um, but sometimes men would like, a reciprocity too i think is important and it the idea is not that it'd be exactly the same thing but just some sort of analogous situation like 
you do something for her, she does something for you, something like that. And they can be different things, probably are. So, you know, the whole idea of equality sometimes isn't the main point. It's um, are you both putting effort into the relationship and that kind of thing. And yeah, sometimes one does a lot more than the other. And that gets tiring for men, probably women in that position too. But what do you think, Lisa? Yeah. Um, and I agree that it's not just about like, you know, women, you know, wanting or like me wanting equality. And I guess I didn't mention this, but then I also want it the other way too, where the man has equality where, you know, and I, again, I'm still, and maybe it's just because of life experiences that I've been through, like so often that it's like, you know, no, I'm just determined to, um, either have that or have nothing. I'm just, I'm just not buying the whole thing that it that it's, um, has to end up, but I guess I wouldn't let it end up being anything but equal in, in every regard, not just the, you know, the, the, you know, in terms of who pays for who or just all of that. I, and I, I, when I was going through my, or before I was going through my divorce and, um, read this book it was um getting the love that you want and it it was really good it it um and you know, i guess it talked about that ten among other things this tendency of um like when you know a man or a woman you know they say they you know they have a bad relationship with someone and they break up and then they go out and they find someone exactly like their last you know significant other and that doesn't work. And it's just like this pattern, like the same type of person over and over again, and how it kind of, you know, it relates back to your childhood of um, whether it's your parents or siblings or what have you of like, if you, but especially like parents, it's like, if you didn't get the love that you wanted, you know, whatever that aspect was with like, say one of your parents, then when you have your relationships in life, you're going to try to get the love or whatever was missing that you didn't have from, you know, one or both of your parents in a relationship. And then it just keeps happening over and over again until you heal yourself from, you know, from all of that, which then goes on, you know, and there's all sorts of different, you know, and it's really kind of, a, it's because it's from childhood and it started so young, it's like, you know, sometimes things like, you know, EMDR or hypnosis, um, you know, things that just kind of really get at the or biofeedback, things that just really get at rewiring the brain and the um and and the subconscious is sometimes for me anyway, has been like the only thing that really, you know, I could do talk therapy until the end of time and it just didn't help. So mm. yeah, I remember what I was gonna say that, you know, our sexualities were so much not what we think we should be or are. I mean, we we talked about last week, we talked, or a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the um, virtuous women myth. And, you know, the women are not dominatrix. They're not dominant in the bedroom. They're not, generally speaking. I mean, as far as 
my experience, and I believe that they want the man to be in control in that situation. They want the man to do the work, to, to do the work in a sense. You know, they want the man to be powerful, to be dominant in that situation. And so, um, so, so that is sort of, you know, we, we want to try, sometimes we want to disconnect our sexualities from the way that we are and act as if that's a sort of totally separate realm in which we, we get to be things that maybe we don't want to be in real life, you know, but, you know, so, so there's, there's, there's this sense that, that there is a submissive feminine aspect to women that is both innate and attractive, um, but also they're not being dominant. They don't want it. They don't want to be dominant in that context. So, um, so it's kind of like how how can be they be dominant outside? You know, they, there's a, there's a sort of sense that there are parts that, that where women want men to be dominant and in control in their life, and parts where they want equality so this idea that you have to have absolute equality in all things sort of belies the fact that you actually don't want absolute equality in all things you know there's times when you want a man to be in control there's times when you want a man to be dominant there's times when you want a man to be strong there's times when you want a man to be a leader and many women are looking for those traits in a man already. That's what is attractive to women, that they are leaders, that they that we are leaders, that we are strong, that we are dominant, that we are powerful, that we're socially high up in the status. And so uh, there's, there's that conflict there that you have to deal with rather than demanding absolute equality and then but really not because there's other parts of your life where, where you don't want that other aspects. Um, sort Let of me Richard. just jump in here. I agree, Richard. And I think one of those areas where women like to be dominant is home decorating in a marriage. Yeah. Like I, man, with my family I came from and my marriage, man or oh man, I caught all kinds of pushback when I wanted to be involved with that. And I was paying for, you know, 90 to 99% of it. So it made sense to me, but my female, my wife at the time, I don't think was a fan of that, but yeah. it should be fair to both. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I think, right. Go ahead. Kate. Oh, maybe um, the, as far as like the, you know, you know the dominance thing, um, the way that you'd still have equality is there are certain things that you know men might have more dominance in and then certain things that women do and um but if it's still equal in the end you know what i mean it's just kind of like yeah there might be different areas where okay in this area you know you're in charge in this area i'm in charge and, and that doesn't mean though that the other person can't have you know you know that there isn't like Oh, input from the other, but it's, but then the end, it still kind of averages out. At this point, we're talking about complementary, complementary, which is sort of a, has been more of a concern. Women are not 
and men are not equal, but they complement each other in certain ways. And so, um, but there is, like you said, in the end, there is an equality, um, particularly the equality of the of the soul, the equality of a person that that as persons were equal, but in our roles, we may sometimes be unequal in certain roles that we play. And um, so if we get, so if you get too strict about, oh, it needs to be equal all the time, we won't reflect upon or take into account the times when we don't want it to be equal. And so, yeah, I think men want equal relationships, Lisa. I don't think that the fact that, and that's another thing that women do is they say, if I can't get this, I'm not having anything. Right, that's a tendency for women. If I can't get this kind of guy, I don't want any guy. And so that's a problem in itself, you know, that that women tend to have a tendency to retire from the business of relationships. And in part because women treat relationships like a business. And so um so the idea that um, if I don't have this equality, I don't want any relationship is kind of a problem. And um, in, if, the, if you end up outside with no relationship, right? If you end up saying, I'm going to be asexual, I'm not going to have a relationship, or maybe you're not asexual, you have some type of stuff. But, you know, I mean, that's, that, that's a problematic solution right there. It's like, I'm going to kill myself if I can't get what I want, you know, and, um, but yeah, so, so, but I think men want equal relationships. That's what we're striving for. And we, and what we're finding is we don't have it. We don't have it. And part of that is because of sexual marketplace value. Part of that is because women are the gatekeepers of sex and men are the gatekeepers of relationships. So, um, so there's, there's this tug and pull, you know, women trying to get as much as they can and for as little sex as they have to give up sometimes. That's what Orion Terraband says. It's hard to believe that because I think women actually want sex, but maybe they don't want sex with the guy they're married to or the guy they're with. But in any case, um, you know, trying to get as much for as little sex as they can give and men trying to get sex and, and trying to minimize the, the loss of the resources that they have to um, pay to, in order to get access to phys- sexual intimacy with with a woman. So um, that that sort of dynamic is inherent in our, our relationships, which is a power dynamic and, and sometimes very manipulative. So um, yeah, so that that's uh, so I don't know. Is that make any sense to what you were talking about, Lisa? I mean, somewhat, um, you know, I guess, you know, when it's equality, I mean, it's, it's not like, um, uh, you know, maybe the difference is equality versus um, being henpecked or being you know, verbally abused. And I guess sometimes when it goes, you know, I mean, it's not like it has to be like a very specific, you know, 50-50 thing, but it 
sort of does. So, I mean, I guess, and yeah, I guess I'm just, you know, I'm just not necessarily, I'm, I understand what you're saying. I'm not necessarily in agreement of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it sounds like you're okay with a rough equality, you know, different categories. Would that be oh, yeah. Like I say, I mean, if yeah. I go fishing, I mean, I, I used to love to fish, but I never did learn how to take the fish off the hook or cut a fish. So it's like if I had a relationship and, and a guy was into fishing and he could do that, that would be great. And that's a guy job, you know, but then there might be something that he just can't stand doing. Uh, we'll say like cleaning the toilet or something or, or mowing the lawn or something. And that's something I love. So, I mean, it's just kind of a, comes down to sometimes just uh, figuring out each individual thing. Yeah. whatever those things are yeah well absolutely abuse verbal or physical is unacceptable at any time and sometimes it takes recognizing that that's happening because sometimes it can be um sort of subtle um that type of abuse for, yeah for and it can be very slow and um just you don't see it coming it's just like a little bit at a time and like a mold that grows it just starts as a little spot of mold and before you know it you have this black mold all over your house you know it's <laughs> so, so and and there's one like i want to assure you a lot of men want equality now a lot of this conservative stuff and crap that's coming out you know about let's return back to traditional relationships bs you know, part of that is women. Women want traditional relationships. Most women want a traditional dating relationship. You know, that's the fact. So what, what men deal with is that women want equality until they don't want equality, you know. And so women don't want equality. They they want inequality. That into, they want equality until the but when the traditional roles and activities benefit them, then they don't want equality. And so it's up to men to sort of stand up and say, oh, wait a minute here, you know, uh, you want equality, but hey, you know, you're making me pay for this. I'm, I'm the, you know, responsible for all of this, you know? And so, um, so I want to encourage you because we're struggling with equality and it's not just a one-sided thing. It's not just that men don't want equality and women want equality. It's that both sides want equality, um, but both sides in some sense don't want equality either in certain ways. And so we're all struggling with that. So that that's to actually find relationships that are equal and create those relationships. So um, I, I wouldn't just dump a guy because something's unequal about it. Um, because oh, right. I mean, there's always kind of, you know, negotiations and, you know, and working things out and right. all yeah. of that, of course. So, And I would look and make sure that I act, that I myself actually want equality and, and, and not in a way that, says okay well i don't want equality here but i want equality over there and therefore i should have both no 
the guys, but the guys, guys have got to learn to stand up to women, you know, and, and say, Hey, this is unfair to me. And, um, and that's, you know, for me, it's me having to pay for everything is unfair to me. It's unfair to me that you expect me to make more than you or have more than you, you know, it's unfair to me, you know, and also to expect me to be the, the tough one, the stoic one, the silent one, the, the, the non-emotional one, the, uh, and women want to say, oh, we want men who are emotionally available. The reality is that they, they don't. They, they want men who are men. And men are not emotional. So this, these are the stereotypes. And men really can't be themselves in relationships with women because women want something and they are not. And men have to hide, you know, our, our actual who we are so that women can discover us slowly or else they'll lose interest, you know? So um, we, we have to be a certain way. And so, so there's, there's, there's that thing that we're, we're right now we're in a relationships are changing and the whole dynamic is changing and we have equality, some level of equality financially. Um, and more women are making more money. Women are getting degrees. Men are not getting the degrees. Um, women are having buku sex and opportunities for sex. Men are being not, not having any sex at all. You know, it's um, it's a situation that we're in right now. And so I wouldn't jump out and say, I demand an equal relationship as if the man on the other side doesn't want an equal relationship too, because most of us do. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, there may right. be some who, who think a traditional relationship is better and have more power and there are abusive people too. But um, I think we're st struggling to find that, that equal relationship now and not to give up on on trying to find equality in relations because it's not as simple as it seems, I think. Oh, right. I think it's something that might need to be, you know, like if you find someone, you'd have to work on it. And, you know, as long as there seems like there's hope, then, you know, that would be totally fine. Okay, awesome. Thank you, Lisa. Thank sure you. Sure thing. Thank you for contributing. You know, not everybody does that. Yeah, and, uh, thank yeah, you. You bet. <laughs> Uh, we're done. Come sign up next week to come. We're going to be talking about power in relationships, reading this, uh, the next chapter in Rolo Tomasi's book. And, um, and um, I'll see you guys all um, next week. Thank you for coming today, everyone. All right. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank, yeah. you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You were once the party's nominee. And now you're a pariah in the Republican Party. Yeah, that's that's saying it in a gentle way. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, no question. I don't really have a home in my party. I come from a tradition of, you know, Ronald Reagan and George Herbert Walker Bush and George W. Bush and John McCain. Those are the people that have shaped our party. Anti-Putin, anti-Russia, anti-authoritarians, anti-Kim Jong-un. Character counts. The character of our leaders makes a difference and it shapes the character of our country. That's the party I've come from. And I don't recognize that in the great majority of our party today. And, uh, and that, for me, is very troubling. Former President Trump said we should set aside the Constitution and reappoint him as president. Why, 
Uh, you had Republicans cheer that. It's like, wait a second. This is the leader of our party saying we should put aside the Constitution. How can you believe you're following the Constitution if that's the case? I don't think I've heard a single member of my uh, caucus, the Republicans in the Senate, say, you know, Donald Trump is great. Aren't we lucky to have him as our leader? Donald Trump represents a failure of character, which is changing, I think, in many respects, the psyche of our nation and the heart of our nation. And that's something which takes a long time, if ever, uh, to repair.